Okay, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the 38th episode of the Insiders on Real Estate and Marketing. I'm your host, Sandy Hibbert, and joining me today is my co-host, Mr. Mark Miller, and our special guest, Denise Ackerman. Hey, guys. Hey. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah. How, How you doing? doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Doing yeah, good. I'm doing good. I mean, it's been a hairy, a hairy yeah. last couple of days losing losing my Mac and going crazy right. with you know technology <clears throat> stuff. Man, we are so dependent. I know. On it, it's crazy. Well, I mean, but you're an entrepreneur, so you have to manage that yourself. I, I do. Yeah. I submit a help ticket. Oh, <laughs> Mark Miller, you're still submitting help tickets. Wait for a reply. <laughs> yeah, and he calls me up. Sandy, what about this morning? <laughs> Where's the form? Where's the outline? Yeah, I know. I know. Oh my gosh, we've had some good times though in that. You know, you're a good leader like that. Well, we're super excited today to have Denise. You know, if uh, you are new to real estate or new in a business or you've been in business for a long time and you're trying to get over that hump to find the job of your dreams Denise is the gal and that's why we've had her here today Denise is a coach she has a, a very interesting history with social work so she's got all that knowledge and passion uh, but the bottom line how I would describe Denise is she has the heart and soul of real estate so we're just kind of gonna dig in today and get some tips on coaching, get some tips on marketing, and first find out how is the market right now, you guys? Uh, the market has definitely improved. Contracts are up mm. about 30% over yeah. last month. Yeah. Uh, so we're getting a little bit uh, increase in the closing traction as well. Mm -hmm. So you just kind of feel a little better energy. Uh, of course, are you feeling spring market? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, a little bit of here. And, you know, the thing, it's kind of funny because you just kind of get going along, you're feeling good and optimistic, and all of a sudden here comes the Fed. <laughs> and then they did another quarter bump yeah. uh, did they? in the rates, which does not always, as I've said before, correlate to an immediate. Does this correlation. mean we can invest our money yet? Absolutely. Yeah? yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and I, strangely enough, I mean, I even, I've got a money market with, with XYZ Bank, and so I'm, I'm, you know, curiosity, let's call and find out what my rate mm -hmm. is. Are they, are they automatically bumping me? No. Of course so not. So I was under 1%, and by the time I got off the phone, I was at 4 So oh. all of a sudden, you're going, wait a minute. You know, our, our savings is sort of, we've sort of forgotten about. Mm -hmm. We've just been putting money in there for safety reasons. Right. <clears throat> and, and not putting it in yeah. the big stocks and so, stuff. So, I mean, one of the benefits of the rates, if you're going to look at anything going up, is that the banks are paying higher interest okay. on on your account. So I should call my guy and call say, him and say, Hey, go to bat what are you for doing? Me. I've got a, and just, you know, tell him you got a proposal mm -hmm. out there from somebody else mm -hmm. for X. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See what they come up with. Okay. So anyhow, all that being said, I think <clears throat> mortgages are probably still 30 years, probably just below 7%. But I think we'll see some softening to that as yeah. we usually do. It's so funny. The, I think we get in the five and a half, six and a half range and it can stay there con consistently. I think we're going to yeah. see that. I mean, I mean don't you think that's a sweet spot? Yeah. I mean, and it's a good. <laughs> I mean, especially in our lifetime for a five or a six in our lifetime has been. Yeah. I think we've gotten past the mentality of two or three percent. Yeah. And then, you know, the, the, the other challenge of that is just the average. Um, probably list price in our markets compared to other markets are awfully high. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's still a little bit of a challenge of how do you bring forth uh, a mortgage with mm -hmm. that higher price, 500000 and above. Mm -hmm. and, uh, so, But there's always creativity in our industry. Our industry always adjusts. It does. They find ways yeah. uh, to that side. So yeah. I'm encouraged to what I'm seeing, and I'm hopeful of a, of a better spring Good. for everybody in Good. the business. Yeah. So. I mean, you know, Dallas market is so consistently 
consistent. Yeah. That I didn't figure that the bottom was dropping out or anything. And with spring coming around, I think that we're going to see the market surge up a little bit. So that'll be good for everybody as well. Right. Right. Demand is definitely still there. Yeah. It's just a matter of matching that to... What's inventory like? You know, we heard for so long that there was no inventory. Is that the same or is it scooching up? I, I, what I'm seeing in the stats that are posted is inventory is around two months. Okay. Uh, maybe still a month not a whole lot. To two. But when you start thinking it used to be three weeks. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. But normal would probably be a six month. Yeah. Healthy market six uh, yeah, months. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. So we're still... We, we're, we still are out of balance, but yeah. we're better than where we were uh, for other reasons that, mm -hmm. that, that the inventory came back. Well, so. remember when we had our show, you know, December, January, our guests, we were all talking about what was going to happen with the rates and how things were going to settle. Now here we are at the end of March. Have you seen that? Uh, are we still in the same place we were in January? Or do you think? Well, I think have... we're I think we're improved. I, okay. I, I think, and then when you throw the other piece into this, and that's the bank failures that we've had mm -hmm. most recently announced, mm -hmm. and the rate being kicked up again, it's gonna put stress on other banks that are out there. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and then the feds just say, well, we'll just save everybody. Well, that's not how it works. Can't happen. Uh, so yeah. that will lead, and at least on probably more in the commercial sector to a little tighter underwriting, and I think we'll have more impact to commercial mm -hmm. than it will to the residential mm -hmm. side of it. But, mm -hmm. uh, so there's just this, you know, we're all optimists or we wouldn't be in this business. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and you're thinking, enough already with all exactly. these numbers. Yeah. Just get me yeah. some business. Yeah, give me a, give me a break. <laughs> I mean, come on. So, exactly. You know, and I, I keep saying the same thing. I just, it's all self-imposed by the administration. And we, it just wasn't necessary to be here. But mm -hmm. we are where we are, and we have to yeah. figure out a way to, to make a living in it. Here we are. So what do, we, what do we do? So, how, how do we craft it? So therefore, it? the you know, how do you... How do the people, because it's interesting for Denise being here as well, is mm -hmm. we depend on the, the, the mortgage business, the title business, on the realtor bringing us right, the business. You so, yeah. uh, you know, we're the big supporters in Ron Ron try to offer uh, training uh, at other categories that we're not capable of, one of which is we don't do is coaching, because that's just not our forte, uh, if you will. But, um, but I do think that... Uh, there's a lot of what baffles my mind is that there are on average this is Collin County 150 new agents a month are coming into Collin yeah. County to a population of now 11,000 licensed realtors in Collin County so just thinking about that mm -hmm. I start thinking about what are that 150 reading that I'm not <laughs> <laughs> And uh, pie in the sky, yeah, I think, is but, what they're reading. Know, that's 150 people <laughs> that are, you know, would be a candidate for Denise, but are coming in mm -hmm. and they're going to go through selective brokerage. They're going to go through whatever their fast tracks are. But uh, where, where do they find and look at the, the coaching side and how do they get to that um, knowledge that that is available to them out there as a resource to that side? So. And Denise has been doing this for 35 years. I mean, I met her at Keller Williams Plano. Even yeah. before that. Yeah. Even before that, right. you and I were at... Uh, was it Conway? We were at Allegiance, Allegiance. together. Okay. Yeah. Oh! Yeah. I, I always have to look and say, what company have I not I was uh, I was there for a nanosecond. <laughs> I'm just going to say, Don was <laughs> yeah. not very happy with me. Yeah, well, she didn't like me either, but that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... Uh, we all had a stint. Yeah. yeah. But I, I think... You know, as you have evolved through the industry, I think you found your place. I did, yeah. Uh, and 
probably to some degree you probably use your social work skills more than you would like to think you do <laughs> well <laughs> considering <laughs> considering i only did that you know i got i was telling uh, sandy this morning i got my degree in social work i thought i was going to serve people and then i went into the trenches of working with families in uh, abused and neglected family and children and i was like tough, tough. seven years was all i could do that's about tough. that yeah. it was uh, especially in dallas yeah it was really tough mm. so that's what led me to real estate mm -hmm. i was like there's got to be something better i thought i'd be a, an interior designer for a bit um went back to school but didn't work so then i got into real estate and i was like probably i'm gonna say 75 at least 75 percent of the people that get out there are 87 percent if you look at the stats yep. i got in had no idea of business i mean social work working for the government is not uh, business and we have so many people that come in from the corporate world that have been um, they're just you know the middleman they do their job go home um, nurses teachers none of those it's not real estate it's not real, real estate's estate. its own beast and real estate is sales yep that's what people forget <clears throat> i didn't know that i just like preach on that's exactly right so how yeah. do you sell how do you take a nurse who's been working in that kind of a capacity you put her into you know real estate and now you've got to sell yourself you've got to become a marketer you got to be bold and talk about yourself and be that person, you know, that's always doing the 60 second elevator pitch and have a business development strategy, have yeah. that yeah. and then be able to sleep at night. <clears throat> so I think the life and business coach is really important. And here. it is. And those yeah. kind of intertwine, don't they? They, for me, they yeah. intertwine a lot. Yeah. Um, a lot of the coaching companies and out there training companies for, uh, real estate agents is strictly business. Mm -hmm. And I used to have people come in and, and uh, they'd be a little afraid to come in because I had accountability I was mm -hmm. going to ask them about. And they knew that I would talk to them about, okay, why? Why is this happening? You know, and talk about their lives. But I, I want to go back to what you said about a nurse. I have a great story about that. Tell me. Um, I had a nurse that came in, decided she got burned out. She had probably the hardest job there is in nursing. She was a um, NICU critical care. Oh gosh! So she was dealing with the sickest of sickest babies. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. she had done that for years. Um, midlife, you know, we go through our crisis, a lot of people. And uh, so she thought, I'll do real estate. And she was actually good. She was a detail, she is a detail person. She um, did the contract very well. She got business, she actually uh, capped. She was a Keller Williams agent. And um, so I thought that was pretty good. I, after I was gone, I think she had left uh, Keller Williams before I did, and um, she was still selling. And then one day she called me, I'm, I had left, I'd started my own business and she said, you know, I had to get out of real estate. And now I'm back in nursing and I don't know what to do with my life. Well, it turns out that um, it was the business that mm -hmm. just ate her up. I, I can totally uh, understand how Very, that very sensitive, you know, caring, completely caring. And the business part of it, the, the bitter part of it, which it can be mm -hmm. when you get into ne negotiation, it just tore up and she couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. Guess what she's doing now after life coaching? She's an artist. Really? <laughs> 
She found awesome. her passion. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. You feel like that was because of the way you coached her and helped her? Well, I, I think I had a Take part a in it. Yeah. She's, it's, you know, I never feel, I feel like I'm a conduit. Mm -hmm. That's the mm -hmm. way I look at it. Um, so helping people find their passion, which sometimes can take a freaking lifetime for right. some people to right. finally find that niche where they're comfortable, right? Absolutely. When it comes back to realtors, I mean, the stat is that 87% of all the people that get the real estate license are out of the business in two years. Wow. And I, I used to see this. I've worked for a company in leadership and running an office. And we'd have these Friday meetings about recruiting and they would say, hire anybody you can, throw them up against the wall and see if they stick. And I had a problem with that mm -hmm. because when people would walk in and I'd start interviewing them and I'd find out that they had two months worth of money, I couldn't hire them. I didn't have the heart to do that. That was a disservice mm -hmm. if you did. It is. Yeah. It is. And so that's where my coaching started. Okay. Was in leadership and, and actually in, in the title business. I did a little coaching um, because I would meet these agents and I could see their struggle. Mm -hmm. And what I started doing as a coach, as a real estate coach, is first finding what their why is. Mm -hmm. Why are they here? Mm -hmm. And a lot of times they don't know why. Mm -hmm. They get into real estate, they think, uh, this is the place where I'm going to get rich. And we all know that, that scenario. Right. Um, and then that doesn't happen. They get stuck. They don't know how to do sales. Mm -hmm. So I would look at what's their why mm -hmm. and what are their strengths. Mm -hmm. And when you can line that up, and help them understand the system of real estate, mm -hmm. then they have a chance. Mm -hmm. But too many get in the business and they don't seek the right broker. Yeah, and, and I can say from being in, involved in real estate for the 23 years with my business doing marketing that not everybody is cut out for real estate. So to, to your point, you know, hire anybody that you can, throw it on the wall, see if it sticks kind of thing. It takes a really special person, I think, to be in real estate. Now, you know, if we're just going to focus on real estate, then it takes a very special person to run your own business. Mm -hmm. If you're an entrepreneur, it takes that spirit, that drive that doesn't have to be nudged to get work done, that doesn't have to be reminded on projects. I mean, you are your own king or queen in that business that you own. And I think that that's so important. And so many people that either, if you're an entrepreneur, you've got a marketing company, you're a web designer, you're a YouTube podcaster, you're a realtor, whatever that business is that you've jumped out on the limb to do, it takes a special person um, I, to, to see it through. And I did a series of uh, marketing tips, 52 killer marketing tips last year. And I had to commit to doing a video of a marketing tip every week. And you would think that that's not a big deal. Oh yeah. It is. And it is. But, but to sit down and, and write the content, present <clears throat> myself properly, do the video, get it out and get it marketed. By the end of that series, my, my video was, well guys, can you believe that I made a commitment and I did it for 52 weeks in a row? 
And I, and I saw it through. And it was such a learning experience for me and a teaching opportunity for other people who are starting off on a business or starting off on a marketing program or starting off in real estate that you have to make those commitments mm -hmm. and you have to self-empower yourself to do that. And so that's why I say owning your own business and being in real estate isn't for everybody because some people just want to be told what to do. And if you're Absolutely. one of those that just wants to be told what to do, real estate ain't for you, you know? So you mentioned something about the brokerage side. How often do you get engaged in discussions with people that are in a particular brokerage firm and you sort of know that's not the right fit Ooh. for them? Mm. And how can you kind of lead? I really haven't had that much recently. Um, I'm trying to think when I would have that. Being out in the real estate world, um, when I was recruiting, I would find that a lot. Yeah. And yet, I have a, a sense of integrity that you don't step on the other guy. What you do is you help the person in front of you find a solution for their problem mm -hmm. and help them understand where that is. I like that. So, so talk about that some more. How do you do that? What do you, what do you mean? Well, if someone's business is not growing and they don't have the um, the systems, mm -hmm. they don't have knowledge of uh, where to find things. They don't know have knowledge of the contract or uh, just how to lead generate. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Then, if you can help them find find a way to do that, or you know of a way to do that, mm -hmm. which is at a different brokerage, then um, you tell them about it. Mm -hmm and help them understand why that's important. Mm -hmm. And I think that there are some brokerages too, to your to your point, <clears throat> that are fitted for new agents, mm -hmm. that are fitted for luxury yeah. agents, that yeah. are fitted for agent. ranch right. agents right. or seasoned agents. Right. So I think knowing how to find that, and I think that would be an incredible part of your job, is, is knowing how to steer somebody. Absolutely, and I think uh, we've all seen so many changes in real estate. Mm -hmm. um, it used to be mainly uh, the big boxes and mom and pops. Mm -hmm. And this uh, concept of just massive agents uh, paying only a transaction fee in these enormous, not even local uh, real estate companies. When I would go to the real estate schools, I know that people are attracted to that um, idea of, of just a transaction fee, 100% commission. They don't realize what they're trading for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, true. You get what you pay for. Right. Yeah, yeah you do. This right, and a lot of that is measuring against whether you need to be developed in the industry or whether you're already developed in the industry. And to that point in question, it's one thing to deal with somebody to try to help them become productive. How do you coach to the one that is productive and wants to take their production yeah. from 10 million to 20 million? Then you help them have a vision. Okay. So, Ooh, okay. which is, is my favorite thing to do. Um, I've coached many people that I knew right off. I use the DISC assessment. Mm -hmm. And uh, typically, if they are what's called the high D, that's the driver, mm -hmm. uh, I love them. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, let's get to work. That's your forte. That's my forte. And um, it's those people that you help them build a vision. I think of a, uh, an agent I coached not too long ago who came from Africa. And she has found her niche uh, building like tribes, building uh, 
groups of families in subdivisions. Wow. So they know that they're together because they've just come over here. They, you know, they don't know the culture, so they have their own. Awesome. And she started coaching with me. She'd only been doing real estate maybe a year, didn't really know what she was doing. And she is now a top, top agent. Uh, with agents elsewhere, and I, I can see her uh, duplicating her model mm-hmm. all over the state of Texas and beyond. Awesome. Well, you've done all these things. You've had this long career in coaching and helping people on all kinds of levels. Where has that taken you to today? What? How are you mixing that all together, and what are you doing today? So I'm still doing my life coaching, which which is the visioning. Uh, I'm a certified dream builder coach, so I still do I that. I love that. Yeah, love doing I'm gonna, that. I want to talk to you more okay, about that. Okay, I love doing that. And I use it with the realtors. And um, so we had the pandemic, and during that time I coached a young man that I had coached before in real estate. I did some life coaching with him. And uh, he left the position he had, which was a team leader, and he decided to become a coach. And he aligned with a company that he kept knocking on my door saying, you need to join us. And I was just like, you know, I don't want to do that. And then I looked at their model and it's the company is called The Locker Room. And um, their passion, the, the man that started it, Jake Dixon, um, had been with the same company that I had been with. And he saw the flaws that were there in the model and saw all these people that would fail Mm-hmm. And the model and being seeing, the coaching model. The coaching model that we had. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And we would put them through whatever, and they were still failing. Mm-hmm. And uh, he read a book called The Blue Ocean Strategy mm-hmm. and saw the need for the blue ocean of failing agents and failing brokerages. I mean, people that get into uh, being an independent broker and hiring agents, again, that sounds like a great concept. It's work. really hard. I, I never wanted to be a broker because <laughs> I knew how hard it was. So, um, so that's who they focus on. And when I heard the passion around it and the collaboration, which is one of my favorite words, I was like, okay, I'm in. Mm-hmm. So I'm partnering with them, mm-hmm. doing some of my business uh, in the real estate business and in the life, and which really merge. So it sounds one. to me like your vision and, and your passion is on the life coaching side. Yeah. Helping people find their and business. I do love the business. But doesn't part. just, it seems like that would just segue right into that. It does. Yeah. It's all one. Yeah, it is. It really so is. I, I see that. Not, you're not limited to just real estate. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. I've coached um, <clears throat> lenders. Mm-hmm. Um, being a friend, I've coached title people uh, because my friends are all in the real estate business. Right, so. right, right. So if you need a vision coach, I think you should definitely reach out to Denise. And Denise, how can people reach you? Can you just, we don't have it on the screen, but why don't you no. tell me? So the best way to reach me is through social media. Okay. Uh, direct message on Facebook. It's Denise Strickland. Ackerman, so I'm just going to put that in there, and uh, LinkedIn, uh, as well as Instagram. Awesome. My favorite's Facebook, though. Good. Okay. Then reach out to her. Um, we're out of time. It, Are we? It, it always right. goes so quickly. Okay. So I want to talk about our three takeaways, and I like to do this at the end of our show, and we'll start with Mark, but give me three things you really want to drive home to the audience for them to think about when it gets to your turn. We'll start with Mark. 
Uh, well, I would say that I'm, I'm a big proponent of coaching. Uh, I'll even put slash mentoring mm -hmm. in that. Agree. And um, don't try to go out here and swim in this lane by yourself. Mm -hmm. um, if your brokerage firm is not offering those, then find someone that can help you. Mm -hmm. I've often suggested that, you know, you might be surprised who might be willing to mentoring, mentor you within your own brokerage organization, yeah. for one. But I do think this, is, this has got to be, a, this business is very similar in some ways when it comes to marketing. It has to do with a designing a program, following that program, adjusting if necessary. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But you got to make the calls at the yep. end of the day. Yep. So, and, and I would think the accountability side is probably more about what they're doing to for that reaching out and the productivity side as much as it is about what your model is or your strategy that side. So lead generation is the key. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you know, the whole wrap of it is you've got, you've got to have, this is an, you know, they're called independent contractors, but at the end of the day, you really need to have some alignment with some people that can help you yeah, for sure. through the deal. And, and the second thing I say is, you know, what you're doing out there, don't follow the pack. Mm -hmm. uh, the pack does, I, I see it, I, sometimes I just shake my head all the time. I see the postings on Facebook. There's 40 agents posting the same thing about market stats in their county. And Mark, you're and talking about. hates that. I hate he it. always has to say something. I know what you're talking number, about. Number one, it's produced by a title company. It's not produced by That's them. That's right. Number yep. two, they offer no narrative. Mm -hmm. Well, if you're putting that out there with the intention mm -hmm. of getting someone's attention. Give me an explanation. Yeah, <laughs> give them a narrative as to what it means. Is good, bad, indifferent? Uh, you know, what are those signs? What point to that? So be. Don't just put a meme yeah. so that's out there. Back yeah. to this yeah. is whatever you're doing, whether you're getting educated mm -hmm. or you're educating, you've got to be uh, using that as a way to, I, I think, attract people and, uh, and be able to generate business by your expertise. Uh, and be more knowledgeable, and as I've always said, be consultative. Yeah, absolutely. So those are some of my absolutely. thoughts. Absolutely. Good. So, Denise, what are your three points you want to drive home? Um, if you are getting into real estate, choose a brokerage that will support you, that will train you, that will mentor or coach you. Um, don't go with just commission. And know your why. Know why you're getting into it because that's going to hold you in it. And the other one is use your strengths. Know your strengths. Um, don't, like Mark said, don't be part of the pack. Go yeah. find out what makes you unique. Yeah. And that's going to set you apart. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think the other thing, too, that I would say to people is that you, you said if you're getting into the business, select the right brokerage firm. If you are considering moving from a firm that to too. another, mm -hmm. then to me, that would be a place where I pick up the phone and call Denise mm -hmm. and have a conversation about what are the other firms that are out there? What do they offer? Because you've got an inside perspective to that, Well, right? and why, and yeah. Why? And why? why? Why do they want to move? Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. True. Well, my three takeaways, and always with a little bit of a marketing twist, is uh, first of all, I loved the nurse story mm. because what that says to me is that sometimes we're all trying to ourselves into a skin that's not ours mm -hmm. you know we don't know what we're doing we're not getting any help with any instruction or guidance and so we just go for this thing go for that thing but she finally found her niche and I think that that is where we're all going we want to find that comfortable skin where we can flourish and be successful so so find 
that passion within yourself. And then don't follow the pack. I have to piggyback on that, Mark. I think that that is so true, whether that, uh, and that has to do with the first thing. Don't follow the pack into a career path, but find your own reason, your own passion for doing that, and then make yourself stand out with the marketing, with your coaching, whatever it is that you're doing. I think that's super important. And then wrapping it all up in one thing is personal marketing. You've got to do your own personal marketing. If you're just doing the marketing that the brokerage is handing you, if you're just doing the marketing that the franchise is is offering you, it's not good enough. You have to substantialize yourself in your local grassroots sphere. Whatever it is that you are, you've got to let that be known in your market, whether that is a market in a particular industry like real estate or title or HVAC yeah. or yeah, yeah, that you have to set yourself apart because what sells today, whether that's on social media or whether it's out here on podcasts or, or, or whatever kind of marketing that you're doing for your business is personalization. Personality. Show your personality. personality. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that that is huge. So finding your personality mm -hmm. <laughs> sometimes that's hard for some authenticity people. yeah all of those things and you know we can talk about that stuff all day long like it's no big deal but for some people and even for us i mean it, that's hard yeah. that's hard work and i always tell my kids it's you got to do the work mm -hmm. tell my grandchildren you got to do the work because all this stuff doesn't come easy knowing yourself doesn't, doesn't come, come easy. easy well all three of us could sit down and you said, here's the topic, build a strategy, mm -hmm. we can build a strategy. Mm -hmm. But not everybody can do that, right? you know? And so that's where I think you need a coach mm -hmm. to kind of get you started into the right path. And a business person. Yeah. And a marketing person. And a marketing person. Hey, there you go. Yeah. That's build, right. Build your team. Build, build your, team. your team. Yeah. So. Anyway. Well, it's been a great show. Yeah. Thank you, Denise, for joining thank Mark you. and I. Thank you, Sandy. Thank you. Buddy, thank, thank you. you for all that you do. Oh, and absolutely. Thank you for Secured Title of Texas, mm -hmm. who Mark is president of, and they are our sponsor for the third year in a row here at the Insiders. So if you are in real estate and you haven't made a title partner yet, check Mark's company out. Uh, they are homegrown Texas folk, and they know how to get the deal closed with authenticity and passion and caring about you and your clients. So I would definitely check them out. Secure Tele Texas, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks guys, we will see you next month on The Insiders. Ciao. Ciao.